Hey there, it's Preston here. And before we get started with today's show, I want to share a fun new opportunity with you. We're preparing to launch Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to 10 minute episodes addressing a singular specific question from one of you. If you've ever wanted to promote your business on our show, but don't have enough questions to fill a full episode, this is your chance. Just submit a question at freelance2founder.com slash ask, and we'll give your business a plug and include our best short answers to your question. As always, we can't do this show without you. So visit freelance2founder.com slash ask today and submit a question. You can send a text, record audio, or make a quick video, and it just takes a few minutes at freelance2founder.com slash ask. We can't wait to hear from you. And now on to the show. Hey everyone, I'm Preston Lee. And I'm Clay Mosley. And this is Freelance to Founder. Every week we sit down with freelancers like you for actionable coaching calls with one mission. To help you ditch the feast famine lifestyle and build your own sustainable business. At one point, we were both brand new freelancers, barely making ends meet. But by now, we've started, grown, and even sold a few businesses of our own. And we want to help you do the same. If you're ready to go from freelance to founder, then join the army of freelancers who are taking matters into their own hands. Visit freelancetofounder.com to apply for your own on-air coaching call. And now, get ready to take some notes because an all-new episode of Freelance to Founder starts right now. On today's episode, Clay and I dive deep into one question. Should you get a business loan to grow your freelance business or agency? I've never taken out a loan for my business and Clay recently decided to for the first time. So we go back and forth answering questions like, when's the right time to get a loan? Should you ever go into debt in your business? And what are some reasons you might want a loan? And lots more. We'll be right back. When you wake up in the morning and check your phone, does it feel like this or like this? Because with Shopify, your morning can feel like this way more often. That's the sound of a sale being made on your new Shopify store. And while client payments may require weeks or months of work, you can start generating a semi-passive income to grow your business by setting up a Shopify store all of your own. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your latest designs on shirts or bags or adding something totally different to your business, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You can sell online, you can sell in person, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. With Shopify, you can set up your store in minutes and start selling immediately. And Shopify's award-winning support is there to help you as you go. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash freelance. That's all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash freelance to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash freelance or click the link in our show description and start waking up to this. Whether you want to travel more or communicate better with international clients, you need to try Babbel. I've used Babbel's courses and you can do the same in order to learn real life conversation skills in a different language. Order food, ask for directions, or speak to clients without having to use translation apps. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash freelance. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash freelance, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash freelance. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Freelance to Founder. My name is Preston Lee with Milo.co. And joining me on the air uh, is my good friend Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. Hey, Clay. Hey, man. What's going on? It's been a bit. It's vacations. been a minute. Yes, sir. Summertime for us. And I've been out of town for like two weeks. So um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for not not leaving me and, and coming back. <laughs> but it's nice to chat with you, buddy. Yeah, I'm still here. Yep, that's good. Good old Austin, Texas. And uh, we are solo today, meaning duo. <laughs> We're on our own. We have no, no guests today. Mm. We'd love to have you come on the show. Uh, and we'd give you our best advice for growing your freelance business, scaling up to an agency if that's what you want to do. We've overcome those hurdles in, in our own businesses. We're still overcoming those hurdles in our own businesses and uh, and we hear from other people that we give pretty decent advice. So we'd love to have you on the show. Just visit freelance2founder.com and scroll to the bottom of the page and you'll see it's really easy to sign up there. But anything you want to add, Clay, get people 
jumping on a call with us. We'd love to have them. Uh, we're we're awesome. <laughs> we are awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I just I think it's um, I think it's a great opportunity to get. I mean, like I I, I don't know. Okay, here I'll put it this way. I, I me for my business, I charge a lot of money for coaching clients. Yeah. This is a free opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it that way. So <laughs> from from two people, I don't I don't even charge for it because I don't even do it um mm-hmm. outside of this podcast. I mean, yeah. If I were so, to charge for it, I'd have to charge a ton of money to make mm-hmm. it worth my time. Yeah. Maybe you should. <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe or maybe we should start charging for this podcast. <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> You know what? We love having uh, you guys on the show. We always see a bit of a, a lull in the summertime. We know a lot's going on. But if you've been listening for a while and you've been thinking like, oh, maybe I should come on the show, get some advice. Um, I'm dealing with whatever right now and I'd love Preston and Clay's advice. Uh, do us a favor and, and join us on the show. We'd love to have you. Today though, while, uh, while we take a quick break from our, uh, from our usual format of coaching freelancers... Today, we're going to chat just me and Clay about something that's kind of been on our mind lately, and that's uh, getting a business loan. And the reason that's been on our mind uh, is because Clay recently had an experience getting a business loan. And so the real question I think I'd like to have answered today, and Clay, you can chime in on what you think we Mm -hmm. ought to chat about. But for me, the question is like, as a freelancer wanting to grow an agency, if I want to become a founder, if I want to grow a business, should I get a business loan? Is that like an expedited path? Or what are the pros and cons? What are the risks? What are the benefits? Like, like by the end of this episode, I would love someone listening to be able to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Or, whoa, that's totally not for me. Uh, and yeah. be able to not be on the fence about it anymore. So I guess, why don't you tell us quickly like what your experience was recently that kind of got us thinking about this? Yeah, I, I think this is a great topic because I think a lot of people are scared of business loans or just loans in general yeah. or even just having debt. Debt, yeah. Um, and and I, I just want to first um, kind of just clarify, there's a difference between good debt and bad debt. Uh, so like, you know, credit cards, you know, for example, is bad yep. debt. Yep. Um, good debt is a business loan at a competitive rate and, and that has a purpose. Um, or like for just like in, in everyday life, like a car loan, like people have no problem getting a car loan. Most people... Get car loans. Yep, that's a yep. that's a good debt. Um, but then if you go like twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt, now that's bad, right? So there's a, there is a difference between you know like debt is split up into good and bad, mm-hmm. and and for some reason I think a lot of people have this mindset of like debt is just bad, all like a hundred percent just bad. Yeah, and and um, I think for me like the most clear way I've heard it put is in the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you haven't read that book, Mm -hmm, I would mm -hmm. definitely recommend that before you get into like getting loans and going into debt. He talks about like good debt is, is debt that makes you money and Mm -hmm. bad debt is debt that takes away your money. Right. Yeah. And so like a good debt would be a business debt. If you can then generate that much revenue, that much money plus some, right. Because you're net, you're netting positive on, on that debt. A car is the same way because you need a car to get to work. And so you're netting positive on that loan. Credit card debt, like you're saying, is like, well, unless you're using the credit card, I guess, to buy something that's going to help you make that money. Mm-hmm. But what, what people don't realize is like, you have to pay like 18, 25% interest on a credit card loan. And so you have to not only make the money you're borrowing, but also the interest back. Anyway, I'm getting into yep. the weeds. So, but But I think that's a good way to look at it. Like, because listeners might be saying, well, yeah, there's good and bad, but how do I know? Mm-hmm. Good debt helps you make money. Bad debt loses you money. Yeah, I think, yeah, for, for as far as like business loans, I think mm. that's a good, mm. that's a good, um, that's a good way of putting it. Because like, I mean, you could think about like a car loan. Like a car loan doesn't really make you money, but like it's a necessity, you know? Um, it's the same thing with yeah. like buying a house, you know, it's like it's a mm-hmm. necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, Business purposes, yeah, that's a really good description, in my opinion. Yeah. So, so you recently got a business loan. Mm-hmm. What um, what sort of sparked that? Um. So, 
I'm in a scenario where like I I don't need a loan. Um, so like I have plenty of cash flow, positive cash flow, um, and uh, I do have a, a a stockpile of cash that's sufficient. Um, so a lot of people I'm sure are thinking like, why did you get a loan? Like, like, <laughs> like that's, um, and like if you have the cash and, and positive cash, like what do you need a loan for? And I used to think that I used to think, oh, you know, the, because I don't need a loan, I shouldn't get a loan. Um, I got a loan for a couple of reasons. One is I, the loan that I got, you know, obviously is competitive. So it's like an SBA backed loan. Um, but so that's the Small Business Association, right? And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what does it mean when it's backed? Um, it's just like, it's just, um, it's it's done through the, the SBA. So, okay, so it's, it's legit. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not a bad, it's not a terrible, like the SBA gives out loans, like they, they want to help small businesses. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. kind of, that's the purpose, right? Um, and so like that, I, that, that's the program I went through. And so okay. like, uh, I got the loan for a couple of reasons. One is, um, we, we, uh, we're running, we're about to hit a recession. So like at the time of this recording, which is July yep. 13, 2022, we're going to hit a recession big time. So I'm in that mindset of like, I need to get as much cash stockpiled as I possibly can. Doesn't matter if I'm going to use it. I just want to have it stockpiled. And so um, I don't mind having that loan, just like that that pile of cash just sit there. And I'm getting charged, you know, a certain percentage rate. Like that's fine with me um, because I don't know what's going to happen. Like. If if you're if you're like listening to this and if you cater to the middle class, like this is absolutely something that you need to do is stock, start stockpiling cash, um, because I think the middle class is going to be deeply affected in this recession, and when that happens, then your business is going to get affected. Um, people are going to start canceling on you, not not for reasons that uh, like you're doing a terrible job, but just because like the middle class is going to start cutting expenses. Yeah. Less disposable um, income. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so like, that's reason number one, I just wanted to have a big stockpile of cash. Um, reason number two is I like, I want to expand and if I can use somebody else's money to do it, like to me, that's, that's, that's the better way to do it instead yeah. of using my own cash reserve. Um, and so I, I, and to me that the cost of, I, I think I'm getting like five point something percent. Um, the cost of getting charged five percent, uh, that's very minimal in in or in exchange for me to use somebody else's money. Yeah. So particularly, uh, you know, like we were saying previously, like if if you know you can make that back, like that's a no brainer because mm-hmm. now you're protecting your own cash reserves, the business and your own personal cash reserves. And you're still turning a profit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just like it's just like you know, very similar to like leasing an office space, for example. Like if if you if you have to lease a space for a thousand bucks a month, you have to know that you can make a thousand dollars plus whatever else you need to pay for. It just becomes another expense. The loan just becomes another expense on your books. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just a math problem, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. can you make more than what you're getting charged? Right? So. The answer in my my mind is yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but here's the thing too is like even if I don't, um, and I just let it sit there in cash, I'm okay with it because again, recession is coming. So there are other reasons to get to get a business loan um, in certain situations. So um, I can always pay the whole thing back, you know, any time at any time. Yeah. And and you have to come up with the interest. But if you've if you've mm-hmm. got the if you've got the savings like to pay for the interest, I I think if I were to advocate for people getting a business loan, it would be like to use in in increasing the cash flow of your business, not just to have as a reserve. I totally right. see where you're coming from. Yeah, and this is a, this is a very unique situation, right? Generally yeah. speaking, yes, it's to increase cash yeah. flow. Yeah. Um, but I'm just giving you my very real no. I love uh, it. 
uh, reasons why I'm doing it right now, July uh, yeah. 2022. <laughs> um, and so, but yeah, generally speaking, yeah, increased cash flow. Um, I, I think one thing too is, you know, I, something I don't really advocate, I, I don't advocate for this, is a lot of people will look at using a business loan to cover debt you already have. Yeah. You're basically like robbing Peter to pay Paul. To pay Paul. Yep. You know, it's like I don't I don't think that's a good reason. Unless unless like I think there might be exceptions to that. I agree with you. Normally not a good idea. But like let's say you unknowingly or or um just sort of ignorantly uh grew your business to the point you're, that you're at on a credit card at 18 mm-hmm. to 25% uh, uh yeah. interest, right? Now you can get an SBA loan for you know, four, five, six percent, that knocks a huge amount of interest off of your debt. That's true. And so so that might be a smart reason, depending on, you know, how much credit card debt you have. Obviously, we're talking business credit cards, so that's different. Like sometimes the rates aren't as high or or people don't rack up the cost as much. But if you have, like let's say you started your business, you had a business credit card, you racked up twenty-five grand in uh, in debt buying computers and technology and whatever, paying for your lease. I don't know what you spend it on, but uh, now you have to pay that down. Well, you could actually get a business loan for twenty five grand, pay that off, and have a much smaller, much smaller mm-hmm. interest rate, and it, it would it would be beneficial in the long term. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like uh, as, you know, in in the sense of like a credit card or super high interest um, debt. Yeah, that yeah. makes total yeah. sense. Now, I, what I wouldn't do is, um, so like for example, just hypothetically, if somebody has a a some just some debt. That they've been carrying around that's at let's just say at eight percent, seven percent, whatever, and then they get a a business loan for five percent. I would not go and pay off that seven percent loan. It's not to a, me, not a big enough not, difference. No, no, to, yeah. that's not a big enough difference. Like what I would do is I would take a loan. I wouldn't pay off that other loan. I would take the the second loan or the new loan. Figure out how to generate more cash flow, uh, and and then you can pay off the original pay off the original loan that way because yeah. like cash flow is more important. So let's talk about then maybe some things that you might get a loan for that would generate cash flow. I'd love to hear like what plans you have, and I have maybe some ideas of things that that I might get a loan for to generate cash flow. But let's start with you. Um. So. I've so I've only made one move right now so far. Um, as far as like, uh, so I'll just being transparent, I got a hundred fifty thousand dollar business loan. Okay. Um, I've only made one move, and and that is that I hired an additional employee. That's yeah. it. Um, so what that does for me is, and I I already calculated how much time that is going to free up for me, um, and. That is about a day and a half per week that that's going to free up. Yeah. And so a day and a half per week for me is um, roughly like somewhere between ten dollars and $15,000 a month that I could generate because I have that time. So in this sense, like I haven't even used up all my loan and I'm already going to, like I've already made up the entire amount just by this one move of hiring an employee. So, um, minus yeah, the, over, like over the course of a year, is that what you're saying? Yeah, actually, probably over the course of like two years. Yeah, yeah okay. two years. Okay. Um, if I include the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the employee salary, right? So oh, a couple sense, years. Yeah, yeah yep. a couple years. Um, and so that that doesn't even so like I, I haven't even used up the entire amount, and I, I'm already like just based off my math, I'm already gonna pay off this loan and this person's salary just hiring by hiring one person. Yeah. That was going to be my number one recommendation too is is hiring people. I mean, having a team if you if you know how to use a team well and and hopefully you've listened to the show enough that you've heard our advice on hiring and using a team, we haven't talked a ton about getting a loan in order to do that. Like we've talked a lot about getting your business to a cash flow state where you can afford an employee starting small with a part-time. But like maybe your business requires that you immediately hire 
two full-time people that do very specialized things that you can't do very well. Well, you know, a business loan is a great option for that because, but only in the event, like we've said, where you can say like, if I hire these two people, either it will free up my time enough to generate the same amount of revenue or more, or the work that they do will generate um, as much or more revenue than than the cost mm-hmm. of the loan, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but, yep. in, but in either case, like for me, that's a that's a no brainer. Like hiring uh, someone who can generate revenue for your business. For me, also like technology yeah. that generates revenue. Now, I'm not saying like get a loan and go get all of the technology you've been drooling over for years. Like that that would not <laughs> be smart. But, all the shiny objects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can waste a ton of money really fast on technology. But like. I finally, I didn't get a loan for it, but like this is sort of a similar example where I was, I was working on this MacBook Air uh, for like, it was like from 2014 and it's 2022 at the time of recording, like we said. And, and I just a few months ago finally upgraded to a MacBook Pro brand new worth every penny because I get done probably double in a day what I used to because I'm not waiting for my computer to do something or, or whatever. Like it's just so, so much better. And I think, um, I think you can use business loans to get better technology to help you do your work better. And again, it all comes back to, does it help me make more money and generate mm-hmm. more revenue and cash flow for my business? Yeah, it's what, it's what it's all about. Otherwise, you're just, otherwise you're just shopping. <laughs> yeah, really. It's true. You're, yeah. not, you're not investing in your business. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, let's, let's get some more debt so we can get more debt. <laughs> <laughs> and and like some people do that and some businesses do that and they they yeah. like build out cool these cool spaces and stuff that's not going to really impact the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think that's the risk like all of a sudden you have all this money burning a hole in your pocket. Okay, so so we've talked about like we've talked about hiring, we've talked about technology. Is there other things you could invest in that would generate a positive cash flow to pay back your loan and grow your business? Um so when you say technology, you're including equipment and uh like Software, right? yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I mean, give me some examples. Is there something you're thinking of? Um, yeah, like a piece of software that I use is Keep, uh, formerly Infusionsoft. Mm. Yeah, um, there's other ones out there that's just like it. A lot of people use uh, High Level or Entreport or whatever. Like these, these are marketing automation softwares that it's kind of like an all-in-one thing. Especially if you have an online business uh, where uh, like if you're completely virtual, then I think something like this is is going to uh, increase your efficiency and your processes, and that in turn yeah. creates money. Yep. And so, it, but you know, like it, it's an investment because, like, if you look at, I have so many clients that they're like they're on they're on the fr- the the freaking free. Uh, version of Mailchimp, <laughs> yeah, you know, and they refuse to switch because it's free. Yep. And I'm like, bro, like, yeah, okay, you might be saving some money because it's free, but it's costing you more money. Yeah. You know, if that makes yep. sense. Yep. Uh, I, so, I totally used to be like that. Yeah, uh, for I sure. Which there's a place and a time for that, right? In your in the in the size and age and growth of your business, I think there's a time and a place. Yeah. But at some point, you have to make the switch over. And I, I still remember like the first year that I paid, I had higher expenses than um, I had, what was it? I had higher expenses in my business than I made my first year at a full time job. So my first year out of college, you know, I made like something like $31,000 a year or something. Oh, that's what I made. <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember the first year that I had I had over $31,000 in expenses in my business. And I was like, I literally paid other people and, and other companies more than I made my first year working full-time. Like that was a cool feeling, yeah. you know? And But you got to spend the money sometimes to, to make more. Oh, yeah. Is really it's, the moral uh, of the story. Yeah, it's so funny. That brings back so many memories, like just like nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, my first, honestly, my first salary was thirty one thousand eight hundred fifty six dollars and fifty six cents exactly. <laughs> I like I have that number tattooed in my brain <laughs> because I think like I and then we can do an entire episode on this, but like I'm just gonna say it because like that brings up every time I like something like not so good happens in my business. I just always think of that number and think, wow, 
I used to do an entire year's worth of work, and that's how much I got paid. <laughs> that's, that's, so true. that's like pre-tax, right? <laughs> that's pre-tax. That's pre-tax. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, you quite brought honestly, home, you brought home like 20, 25, <laughs> 24 grand or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how the hell did I live off of that? Like, quite honestly. Yeah. And oh, uh, anyways, um, it's just, it's just, it, it's comical. Yeah, comical. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I have clients that pay me more than that like one client totally will pay me more than that oh yeah um yeah i remember so. also the feeling of booking a client that that um over the course of a year was going to pay me like like double what i what i had made in my first job like there's just mm-hmm. cool there's all these cool moments of like but but I think like to bring us back to the original conversation, like the whole yeah, point. Sorry, I the, no, 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 it was totally, it was totally me. It was totally me. But I, I think the whole point is like sometimes you, it's like you have to upgrade from the free plan, right? Sometimes because uh-huh. it because it's going to make you so much more money, and then it's almost a joy to pay those expenses because you're like, yeah, I did pay Mailchimp or whoever four hundred dollars this month, but because of my email list and the and the premium features from the plan, plan that I pay for, like I made you know. $2,500 on my $400 plan. Like that's a no brainer all day long. You do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, getting a loan. It takes a, it, the mindset around it takes a long time. Mm. I think it's, it's a, it's a money mindset. Right. So I think like even before people even consider getting a loan, they have to fix their, their money mindset and like how they view money. Um, because I think like when it comes down to it, like you have to respect it. So mm. you have to like, this, this took me a long time and this is going to sound super like, I don't know, kind of weird. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people calling with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. But, so, I'm just hoping at least one person, this helps one person. (laughs) The way I view it is like, I, you have to view it as like a relationship. Like, your your relationship with actual, with money. And I'm not saying you need to go like, fall in love with money right now. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, but (laughs) there has to be, there has to be a respect for it. And so, like, if you have a bunch of money just sitting right there in front of you, you have to treat it with respect. And, and um, like, what do you do with it? 
you know? And if you don't do things that are like respectful, like then that's where things go wrong. Yeah. Um, and this is the same thing with like, I don't know how you view um, uh, like when you're just walking somewhere randomly, you're at a grocery store or whatever, and you see a penny on the ground. What do you do? <laughs> oh, I feel like this is a trick question. I'm um, not trying to trick you. I'm just asking like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> a, a penny? I probably yeah. leave it. I probably okay, leave it. Exactly. Okay. So the, <laughs> maybe it is a trick question, but like here... Th- I always pick that shit up. Okay. And the reason why that is, it's not because like, okay, you might be viewing this, oh, it's just a penny. Like, okay. Um, But I this is how much I respect money. No Mm. matter how much money it is, I respect it. Because you know why? I work so damn hard to make my money. If I see a free penny on the floor or on the ground, I'm going to pick it up because I I literally did not work for that penny. Yeah. And so I work so hard to like to work for the the lots of pennies, quote unquote, that I get from my clients. Why would I just I see a penny, why would I just walk past it? You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, so I I see where you're coming from. Uh and I I'm and until probably uh, I don't know, five or six years ago, I I probably would pick up every single penny, right? Mm-hmm. But like, okay, but here, let me play devil's advocate for a minute. Okay. So, so let's say I run my own business, which many of our listeners do. We both do. Uh, a penny, it's it's like hard to quantify how long it takes me to make a penny in my business. So mm-hmm. like, it's like really hard to measure the opportunity cost. But if you add them up like grains of sand, right? At some point, all of that opportunity cost, does it add up? And and is it less than you could make if you hadn't stopped all those times? Like, I, like well, I, so- I understand how ridiculous this <laughs> I understand how ridiculous this sounds, right? Because like, you know, it's not throwing your whole day off to stop and pick up a penny. But there's yeah. there's like that urban myth that like if Bill Gates stopped and picked up a thousand dollars, that he would lose money on the transaction. Like all that stuff. You've heard sure. all the urban myths, right? But in, in reality, like, is there an opportunity cost to all of that? Um, I I think not. So, like, I'm not saying like go around looking for pennies. <laughs> okay, that that's that actually is a good distinction. Yeah. So, yeah. like, don't don't go searching for pennies, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, unless you just actually enjoy it and that's your passion, just to go look for pennies, <laughs> metal like, detecting. And yeah, don't go do that. Now there are opportunity costs for the, for sure there, but I'm talking about a penny that is literally right there. It'll take you like two seconds to pick it up. It's an opportunity. So in context, this is an opportunity that falls right into your lap. And it's right there in Mm, front of you. What do you do with it? It's a bird in the hand. Yeah. Right. So that's why. And and to to me, it's not... Also, like just on this, like to me, it's not quantifying. It's not quantifying this this scenario. Yeah. You're not going to gonna me, get rich off of those pennies. No, it's, you're it's not. A, it's like you said, it's a mindset thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's absolutely just a mindset thing. Like I just respect money too much to to just like walk past it. Yeah, and no, I'm I, I'm glad you brought it up because so, like I said, I I think probably I've become sort of spoiled and entitled, and I and I don't pick up. I probably I don't know if I'd even really pick up like a nickel or a dime. Uh, mm-hmm. five or ten cents for those listening in other countries. So a penny is one cent, nickel's five, dime is ten. And um, I don't know if I'd even really pick up, you know, anything under maybe 25 or 50 cents. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you pick up a dollar? I would totally pick up a dollar. Of course I would. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say my business continues to grow at its current rate 10 years from now, would I pick up a dollar? I still feel like I would. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like coins. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe that's fair. That's a fair thing. It's like you just don't like coins, you know? Like, <laughs> like I don't weigh, like I'm weighing down my pocket, but that's that's stupid. I I, I totally appreciate what you're saying about like <laughs> respecting money. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a ton of people that if they see a penny, would never pick it up. If they see yeah. a quarter, they mm-hmm. totally would. I'd pick up a quarter. Yeah, I'd totally pick up. So a quarter. like. But we're talking about the difference of twenty four cents. Twenty four. <laughs> like if we're gonna if we're gonna go like this direction of like quantifying, like nobody's getting rich off twenty four cents. Nobody. You know what I mean? And so like, why would somebody pick up a quarter but not a penny? You know, I don't know. It's like 
24 cents is not going to change your life. Yeah. You know? You're right. Even if you did that a thousand times over the course of your lifetime, you're talking about like 250 bucks. It's just, it's not any real money. And so you're right. It is more about the mindset and Mm -hmm. and treating money with respect and caring about money and um, looking for opportunity. Yeah, you're right. I think, I think you've converted me. I'm you know, gonna pick up know, a penny next time. That, yeah, every time, <laughs> every time you see a penny, you're gonna pick that shit up. I am. I you am. know what I? You know what I really think it is, and I don't know why. I, I I don't know why why people think this this way. I think they're embarrassed to pick up a penny hmm. in in front of other people. I I I think that's what it is. I think it's because like oh uh, like I'm too good for this penny. Like I'm like I don't I don't need to pick up pennies like. You know what I mean? I think I think that I think it's a little I think it's an embarrassing thing. Hmm. And I don't this is like and, and the reason I say this is because I've heard people say this. They're like, "Oh, you know, it's it's embarrassing to like pick up pennies in front of people." Because <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's it's like we I don't care know about what, dumb things, don't we? It's it, yeah, it's it's I don't know if it's like they they have in their mind like, "Okay, only homeless people pick up pennies or something." And so, but I'm not homeless, you know, like I'm, 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 you know, I'm better than homeless. So therefore I'm not going to pick up a penny. And so I, this is, this is the reason I, I, I bring this up is because there's a mindset issue here. And so I think, and how this relates to getting a business loan is I think people need to fix their mindset first. Yeah. And I think that is going to change like what they think about getting a loan for their business. Yeah. Okay, so if first if first step is to change your mindset about money. Um so I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think it, like if subtext under that for me would be like understanding that money like I think a lot of us have a bad relationship with money at least in our personal lives and it's like something we fear and it kind of rules mm-hmm. us instead of us ruling it and like this is why we are afraid of loans, this is why we're afraid of debt because it's like well I might never get out from under it and like those are all like I mean, those are valid fears. Yeah. I shouldn't, you know, completely and and sometimes healthy, <laughs> especially in a personal scenario to keep you away from bad debt. But um, for me, for me, like part of mindset is seeing money as a tool, as a resource, right? Yeah. Like, like you don't see employees as uh, <laughs> or or software or your laptop or whatever. You don't see those as like scary things. I guess some people do see employees <laughs> that way, but you see them as a resource, as a way that your business can grow. And like a loan and money is the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think for me, the other thing about money mindset is abundance versus scarcity. Like yeah. the day I realized that there's always going to be more money around. And I know that's, that's like such an entitled thing to say as a, as a white male American I, I totally can appreciate mm. that. Right? Well, I agree with that, and I'm not white, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I, but like, but but in every scenario, maybe just at different scale, there's there's always more opportunity. Particularly if you work for yourself, you can make opportunity. Yeah. Right? There's there, yeah. It, it, it always money always exists. Like like yes. the, the, if you lose. A million dollars today, you can get a million dollars tomorrow. You know what I mean? If, like, if you had it at one point, unless you won it through the lottery, if you were able to make it at one point, you can do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like it, there's there's a a level of um, this is gonna sound a little bit like spirituality kind of thing, like the universe, like kind of stuff. But like I firmly believe this. I believe that like. What am I trying to say? Like, some people are so like, um, <laughs> the word I want to use is anal, um, OCD about their money, and they they track every single little yeah, thing. Yep. Um, and and they say, well, you know, I can't invest in this uh, until I can like save up a certain amount. Like, you know, yep, like, yep. but like there there's a certain level, and I'm not saying you do this all the time with 100% of your money. But there is a certain level of uh, way of thinking if if you were to invest in certain things uh, or put money out there into the quote-unquote universe that it's going to come back to you. Mm. Um, and so th- this is, again, the money mindset thing. 
Like there, there was, I don't know how many times I've spent, I've invested into something where I thought, I don't really have this money right now, but I feel yeah. like I'm going, it's going to come back to me. Tenfold. Yeah. And it happens like nine out of 10 times. Yeah. For me anyway. This, this so, is all about like being smart in business, making the right investments. And that's honestly, that's what the best business people do mm-hmm. is they just know when to, to put their chips in. They know like yep. when to take, because business is always a gamble, right? Yeah. But, um, but they know when to invest and what to invest in. I think for me, it changed when like I, I started having more regrets about things I didn't invest in. Yeah. Uh, like, like good friend of mine, so talented guy, his name is Ryan Robinson. Everything he touches uh, in terms of SEO turns to gold. Like, I, I don't know how he does it. He's like, he's like just so good at um, knowing how to get people to find his stuff online mm-hmm. or his clients' stuff. And we were chatting about something and he offered me a thing where he was like, for a thousand bucks a month, and by the way, don't hold him to this because he won't do it now. Like he's getting paid so much more than that. <laughs> but but he was like, for a thousand bucks a month, I'll I'll uh, I'll work on your SEO for your site. And at the time, a thousand dollars was just like a lot of money to pay yep. someone else. Um and it still is a fair amount of money, but like I would I that is one of my biggest regrets. Like even if I had only had him on the team for like a year. He would have. He just would have like blown things up, and yeah. uh, and and I've had a few moments like that where I'm just like, man, I should have paid for that, or or I finally do pay for it. I'm like, man, I should have done this five years ago. You know, mm-hmm. I'd be making so much more in my business, or the business would be so much healthier if mm-hmm. I had done this five years ago. And this is where a business loan, like, just yep. come come back yep. full circle. Yep. A, a business loan creates these opportunities for you to be able to do these things. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 a way to it's a way to like so if people want to think about it this a loan is a way to speed up your expansion and growth yep. in exchange in and in exchange for that 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 speeding up that process um you pay the bank a percentage right yep. so it's like if you want to view it that way like you're paying for time in my opinion mm-hmm. um I mean, I can do the things that I want to do uh, without a loan. It would probably take me longer. So that's yeah. what, that's what I that's how I view. It. I'm paying for time. Yeah, and I actually really love the idea of like self funding my business. I've never taken on a loan. I've never taken on a you know venture capitalist or anything like that. I really love sort of the bootstrap model mm-hmm. because I I mean that's a whole different podcast episode. How much I hate like hustle culture and like VC capital and all like all that. Um, angel funding, like that, like I have a lot of negative, <laughs> negative <laughs> things to say about that whole world. But, um, but like, uh, you know, after this conversation, I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, a, a business loan is not that. It, like, I'm not giving up a portion of my company. I'm not forced to like report to someone else about how fast we're growing and and are we, you know, they, they don't get a seat on my board to like tell me what I should or should right. do in my business. There's still a lot of autonomy. I still get to choose what I spend the loan money on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would much rather get a business loan than than take investors. Yeah, exactly. Because then all of a sudden now, you're not your own boss. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good alternative to, to getting investors too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you feel like, cause some businesses just flat out need more money. Like sometimes you just need more money to get, if you're doing a brick and mortar, you need money for a lease. If you're doing, mm-hmm. I don't know, like some businesses just need more cash flow, So yeah. or more, or uh, more investment up front. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think this has been eye opening for me to chat, sort of chat through it. Um, and I'm sort of thinking through pieces of my business now where it's like, well, we already know this makes money at this scale. Could a business loan help us scale up something that's already making money and just do more of it and do it faster? Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe those are the kinds of questions we would encourage you to ask listeners as well as like, what's already working? What could I invest in that's already working? Yeah. I, I want to touch on to um, one thing that that people can invest in is is uh coaching or um oh i'm so glad you said that or like just knowledge right education training yeah yeah i was gonna bring that up too i'm so glad you said something so like yeah elaborate for us 
Yeah, that could be that can be coming in various different um, ways, right? It could be a course, it could be investing in an actual coach or a mastermind or an event. Um, I would I would probably stay away from like your big conferences because to me those are like fluff uh, as far as like what you learn. So like if people are going to actually invest in education, to me it needs to be a pretty deep level of ed- education. Um, and, and to, it could be a course, it could be a coach, uh, or, or some sort, some sort of like high level mastermind. Um, the key here though, is to actually implement what you learn. Otherwise you just wasted yeah. a bunch of money. Yeah. So, yeah, again, it's just all about like, am I going to make the money back that I'm spending? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I don't know if you, I have one more idea. Yeah, please. Um, uh, unless you have something to say about education. No, no, no. I just, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like I have always hesitated to spend a lot of money on training or education, but every time I've done it, I've been glad. So I've become more of a believer in that over the years. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot you don't know, you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's like, yeah. And just learning from people, which, you know, another plug for our show. We've, we've been where you're at. We're, we're at least a few years ahead of where a lot of our listeners are in terms of growing their business. So like, we'd love to help you get to that next step. And this is free. You don't even have to take out a loan. <laughs> you just come on a call yeah. and we'd love to help you get to the next level in your business. So anyway. Or if you yeah. just really want to take out a loan, I'm happy to take some of your money. <laughs> and then I'll, 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 I'll give you my advice anyway. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> or just go talk to Preston. He says he doesn't charge anything. So there you go. Because <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> All right, my uh, my last idea is to um, is to take the loan and actually perhaps buy another business. Oh, so, I love that idea! Yeah, buy an existing business that already has positive cash flow, or well, let me rephrase: that already has cash flow. Mm-hmm. It may not be positive; it could be negative. But if it's a negative cash flow business, here's what I really love. Um, if you take a loan and you're looking at buying, like, so when I, if you take a business loan, then it would be your business actually buying the business, right? So maybe it's a holding company or something. Anyways, you could talk, in a, talk to an attorney and stuff about that. But uh, my point is, is that if you're looking at buying a business, make sure it's existing, make sure it has cash flow already. A negative cash flow um, business may be a really great opportunity because if you look at the business and it is a negative cash flow, but you see areas where they can absolutely improve and you can use some of that loan to improve those areas and make it a positive cash flow after you purchase it, then that's an opportunity because if it's a negative cash flow, you can buy it for cheaper. Yep. Um, so that is a that th- those are great opportunities. I love um, that idea. Yeah, especially especially now. So now is when all these baby boomers, right? So baby boomers who are uh, in their what sixties, seventies, mm-hmm. who like you, right now we have a wave of people that uh, all these baby boomers who started a business uh, and they start what I call a boring business. Um, so it could be like HVAC, pest control, whatever, right? So it may have absolutely nothing to do with design. Um, this is just entrepreneurship that I'm talking about. Yep. It could be something like a mini storage or something like that. Something that's like, it's not very sexy to own, uh, but or like a car wash, right? But they have, they have cash flow. Uh, so like all these baby boomer, boomers started these businesses and now they're in their 60s and 70s, they're ready to retire. They're yep. ready to retire. Yep. And uh, believe it or not, 60% of... Uh, businesses that get sold are done through seller financing. A lot of people don't know that. Only forty percent are like out, out, like bought outright with like cash um, or like a loan, right? Um, so that's, this is just kind of a side um, factoid. Uh, is is uh, you can get you can buy these businesses up because like all these baby boomers are ready to get out, and yeah. a lot of them. A lot of them don't even know what to do as far as like selling it. So that could be an opportunity. 
Yeah. Yep, for sure. And and like some of these businesses, you could really, if you're an online entrepreneur, you could bring an online aspect to the business that that would mm-hmm. just like take off. Oh, so yeah. I mean that's what I was gonna say. All these boomers, they don't know they don't yep, know shit about yep, technology. Yep. So that's an area of improvement um where if you just added the technology element, it would cash flow yeah. positive like that. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. I have a, an alert on, we have like a local uh, classified thing that's like kind of a big deal locally. It's like a Craigslist or a Facebook marketplace or whatever. And I have a I have a an alert like set up when someone lists a business for sale because there's a business for sale section. And I get oh, an alert cool. every time someone lists it because, and I've had probably two or three things that I've investigated pretty seriously. Um, they, they ended up not being what I wanted, but like one day I think something will pop in there and that's a great way to use uh, a loan, a business mm-hmm. loan. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that idea. Dude, you've had a lot to offer. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me about it. I, Like you said, I think you've converted me to two things. Maybe getting a business loan at some point and um, picking up pennies. <laughs> picking up pennies. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you've done a good job today. <laughs> but, uh, mm. but yeah, we hope this has been a helpful episode for everyone listening. We've certainly had fun chatting and hope you uh, enjoy uh, tuning in. And we'd love to have you join us on an upcoming episode. Again, just visit freelance2founder.com. And just scroll to the bottom of the page. Super easy, very quick. We'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, Clay Mosley, thank you so much for taking the time, my friend. I appreciate it. Super fun. All right. See you later. See ya. Freelance to Founder is produced by the team at Millo. Visit M-I-L-L-O dot C-O to level up your freelancing. And Dripify. Visit getdripify.com to become a bad A in business. Freelance to Founder is also part of The Podglomerate. You can check out more amazing podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music for this show was produced by Joaquin Carud. You can catch past episodes at freelancetofounder.com or by searching Freelance to Founder in your favorite podcast player. While you're at it, we'd love an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for now. Until next time, see ya.